Hey, Max. Nothing strategies that work in the classroom. Cats and kids. You enter the classroom, you can love cats, but you must love kids more. Roger, I learned something about trains this weekend. What did you learn? You know what? You know what they call an old, crabby, leaky locomotive? Roger? Did they call it a Roger? They call it a tea kettle. Oh, because it's like steam and making whistling sound? Yeah. And you don't want to be that way when students aren't doing what you want in the classroom. You don't get very far. Yeah, if you just get mad and blow your top and have steam coming out of your ears, nobody's going to learn. Yeah, you might ruin it for the rest of the day. Or if you're a a proprietor of a business or um, working with somebody out in the community, you might not get them to do the kind of work for you that you would hope they would do. So the classroom is kind of a microcosm of the world and the universe and you got to stay away from being a kettle yeah Yeah. all right don't be a tea kettle all right time for cats and kids it's a beautiful warm day in the st croix river valley brad yeah and so we were gonna try recording some of it inside and maybe some of it outside just kind of seeing what the weather does yeah, yeah, we, uh, weather, uh, weather is uh, unpredictable, Brad, which kind of leads us into uh, our topic for today, which is what, Brad? So we are going to talk a little bit about how you approach people, um, letting things go, and we are going to take this conversation from the classroom into the community and back again. Um, how you approach people or um, interact with people applies not only to how teachers deal with students and students deal with teachers in the classroom, but also how if you are providing a service for someone or have someone providing a service for you, um, how you interact with them may make the experience for both of you more positive. And that matters because... If you want them to do quality work for you, or you as a proprietor want the people to come back or give you positive reviews, it's important that both people in the relationship not only feel respected, but feel um, that they got value out of the interaction. Right. We, like it or not, we're in the customer service business, which means... The parents and the students are our customers. And if you put yourself in that role, whether it's at a motel, whether it's at a restaurant, um, you want it to be treated as someone very important. And that's a line that teachers, I think, have to understand that students... All right, time for cats and... So we've got a customer in the room right now. We're at my house, and my cat, Max, decided to join us. So if you hear clicking on the keyboard or um, meowing, it is he. It is he. I like that because the linking verb is makes it, it, in the subjective sense, it is he. Someone not 
a special ed teacher might say, it is him, which would be not correct. Mm -hmm. And I'm so proud of Brad, me being an old English teacher. Yeah, every, uh, it gets back to a lot of things. It gets back to how a teacher is a role model. Uh, it, it gets back to uh, reading the student. Students are changeable every day, they're different. Maybe they get to your classroom and uh, they had a fight with their mom going out the door about what they were gonna wear. It's a five or 10 minute drive to school. Uh, that particular day, you, you might want kids in their rows or sitting up straight, and they may not be exactly that way. And that would be a bad time, perhaps, to tell Billy, hey, Billy, will you sit up straight over there? Well, Billy's got other things on his mind just that, just now, and uh, he might react in, in a way that he normally wouldn't react, Brad. Yeah, and so, you know, in talking about this and how this relates, you know, in the community, if you were, um, let's say, at a restaurant, Right. And the hostess were to come over to you and they said, would you mind moving your chair over to the left a little bit so the waiter and waitresses can get through? You would probably, without a doubt, just kind of move on over. But if the um, hostess or host or, I don't know, server was walking by and they kind of scolded you from two tables away or said, hey, would you move out of the way? You might take offense to that or be yeah. embarrassed about that. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you certainly might. And in, in my mind, if I were that customer, I kind of would say, well, what, what does it matter? So I'm sitting a little bit in the way. Uh, so what? Uh, and particularly if I wasn't feeling really good or uh, I was indecisive as to what I was gonna order, it might not be the time. I guess the point we're making is you have to analyze the environment or the environs, kinda know by, by customer body language, by student body language, what's going on. And, and and you just gotta be uh, you just gotta be smart about how you uh, direct students to do something for you or for the class. Yeah, um, we all have been in the situation where we've, after the fact, thought about either how we said something or right. what we were choosing to call out, and. Um, to use to use a phrase um, that's maybe used too much, we all make mistakes. We're not perfect, but I think maybe a different way to look at it is we're all good people, but even sometimes good people approach things in not unintentionally, but not in the best way. So it's important that you kind of check in with yourself a little bit before you say that. And we've talked about this, and I don't want to belabor the approach of using proximity, getting in close, oh, yeah. speaking kindly, and then offering the positive. Would you please move your seat 
we got a lot of stuff to cover today. Billy, would you please um, get your stuff and then and then settle in and then check back with them later. Um, it applies to restaurants, applies to hotels. I guess it applies to if you're having someone uh, even do work work at your house and um, you don't know, you know, kind of what's holding them up. And so uh, I won't say approaching with kit gloves, but stating things in the positive may um, turn out that you get more done than um, getting people upset at you and things getting compounded. You know, Brad, Brad, you said nobody's perfect, we're just human. Unfortunately, students and parents, I think, hold teachers to a higher standard. They almost expect, I mean, you got 30, 35 kids in a classroom. They, rightly or wrongly, expect you to approach every kid positively, not to say the stupid thing to a kid or the offensive thing. The parent and student has no idea about all the messages coming in and all the hundreds of decisions you as a teacher or, or para make every day. And I think we have to carry that burden of expectation, whether we like it or not, because that's that's just part of what, what we do, at least for those eight hours a day at school, uh, we've gotta be super teacher or superhuman in a sense, because the, the community expects so much of us. Yeah, and I think, you know, to go beyond the teaching role, I think it's important for us, no matter what subject we teach, to model that for our students, especially a lot of what we're talking about is secondary things that kids pick up or students pick up on what works and what doesn't. And by um, confronting that, if you had that out of the um, character reaction or a student had an out of character reaction, Having a conversation with them, whether you're saying, hey, you know, I've been having a busy day. I'm sorry I came across like that, but this is why I need this from you. Or um, I noticed the way you reacted. I'm guessing things, you know, aren't going well for you today. I'm sorry about, I'm sorry about that. If you want to chat later, you know, let me know. I think it goes a long way, and sometimes we don't care. We just got to get through our stuff. But even... Like if you're working at a grocery store or a car dealership or you're an electrician doing some work at somebody's house, having those side conversations go a long way, whether it's a recommendation from somebody else or helping, you know, teach them how the student how to um, interact with people even when things are down. Right, right. Teachers are such an important influence. And I know you might be thinking, well, you give in to the kid all of all the time, you're going to lack discipline. I think the student will respect you even more if you apologize or if you show that uh, you're an angel, but at the same time, you can't be perfect. And you tell students that 
I like what Brad said about, hey, we're really gonna be busy today. Let's try let's try to stay focused. Let's try to stay. Or if a teacher says, I've been having kind of a bad day, but we're gonna have a good class. We're gonna we're we're gonna move on. That uh, human interaction with the student is important, even though they they do hold you to a higher standard. And unfortunately, you have to be perfect most of the time. That sound means that it's the end of another episode. But before we wrap up and go feed our kitties, we want to remind you that if you have ideas of warm-ups or icebreakers or other strategies, please share them on our Facebook page or comment below. And remember, when you enter the classroom, you can love cats, but you must love kids more. Have a good day.